I'm Mark Thurston. Zach Veach. Felipe Nasser, and you're listening to Checkers and Records. Drivers, start your engines! Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a fantastic Sunday morning here so far today. It's Checkers and Wreckers here, BW Sports 1, coming at you. My favorite day of the week. Hopefully you guys are doing all right, having a great week, or starting it off right, however you look at that, whatever it is. Sorry for that thud there. Whoopsie on my end. How's everybody doing today? We got a little chili bowl to talk about as the chili bowl will get underway here this week. I look forward to that. We got a little Dakar. We are midway through the Dakar rally right now. That's been a a pretty interesting watch there. I've been catching the highlights on that. So uh, got some, some fun stuff to talk about here. Good morning, guys. How's everybody doing here? This is, again, Checkers and Wreckers www.sports1.com absolutely move in date let's get right to it here i I think these guys are ready jason's ready and i i've got the 30 drivers here pulled up that that we're gonna keep our eye on we're gonna watch going into this week and i want to know who you guys think who you guys think is gonna be the top dog coming out of the chili bowl here come next week that's right good morning bw sports one nation hello (laughs) so we'll start off uh, this is going off of flow racing's 30 drivers to watch here again flow racing's 30 drivers to watch is what this is going off of here so we'll kind of we'll we'll talk about a little of them here i think uh um coming out Justin Allgaier, I, I think uh, it's been a bit, but this guy right here, he can absolutely run it. He can get it done. Cannon McIntosh, Richard, what he's saying there. So we'll we'll see. Uh, some of these guys, I mean, you hate to throw in these uh, asphalt guys. You hate to do some of these things. But, man, I some of these guys, they're going to be able to come out here and really handle it. Looking into their second pick here. Uh, on this list, and you have to you have to look at Rico Abreu. You gotta look at Rico, Rico, as what is it, two time champion over there. He's looking for his third. So I think he, he he's not been on top of his game like we saw him in years past. But I think Rico is gonna have something to prove. Obviously, yeah, you got Larson, you got Bell. We're talking about that. Brooks says he likes Rico to take it. And I think Rico, you come to the Chili Bowl, you come here, he's got that mindset. He's Like I said, he's done it before. So you can definitely see Rico coming out and getting it done here in a uh, familiar type of uh, type of dance there. <laughs> Best skullet in all of it. Hey, it's, it's under a hat right now. This could be long, nice hair there. Spencer Basin is a uh, former Chili Bowl podium finisher. This is going off of Flow Racing here. Basin will move over to Dave and Matt Eastep, uh led RMS racing program in Thursday's preliminary. So it'll be uh, interesting to watch Spencer. He comes out of Indiana here a little north. Tanner Thorson, Richard, that right there is who I look after seeing him in uh, sprint week, midget week. Uh, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but I I am going to put some some uh, some eggs in that basket here. We look down the line, Jonathan Beeson, he is. Chase Elliott is going to run. Jonathan Beeson now, fresh off the Tulsa shootout. It's going to be, sorry about that, going to be interesting to see uh, kind of, the, you know, a lot of these people, they run that Tulsa shootout to get the, the familiarity of the track, 
to really get those laps in and everything, and that could really work out in Jonathan's favor there. We'll see how that uh, how that comes to come to play here. Uh, Franklin native Emerson Axum racing. It, it, it's going to be packed. I, I think uh, for for the year to kind of go off topic here just a minute to for the year that we've had coming in to the the chili bowl for what we're going through right now and to still see these entries these teams really pushing to do this i think really speaks in numbers uh, a lot of people kind of think the uh the, the maybe the racing community was gonna gonna have hard times this year it, yeah it's been hard for everybody but i think this goes to show just kind of what the the community has done they came together and they're they're this is the arguably one of the biggest weeks in motorsports i mean obviously you've got the daytona 500 speed weeks going leading up to that you've got uh the week really leading starting at carb day going up to the indy 500 and then you got to throw this in the mix in one of the most just electrifying uh entertaining fun filled just uh traditional i guess races so uh uh the chili bowl uh a lot to go goes into something like this and to still have the magnitude it's going to have this year i think is is huge here so um going down the line the next this guy he's a uh he's a very very well-known name here we've seen it already um uh here people saying the name christopher bell uh let's see how many has he won here uh he's he's won three he's going for his number four right now ryan stillwell i want you on the line buddy i want you on the line you hop in here with me but uh we talked uh uh about uh a guy that's won it before that really understands the the track really understands what goes into this week um it's it's hard not to to put a a, a check mark in the list of Christopher Bell there cuz he is going to be a very very solid uh competitor here coming into this week here chili bowl <coughs> excuse me going down the line here let me check one thing we got him, guys. We got Mr. Ryan Stillwell. Let me get set up real quick. I'm excited. I hope you guys are right, as well. Here. A little special guest here. <laughs> Ryan Stillwell. Give me one second here. Let me get set up. Let me get set up. We'll get going. And we will be ready to get Ryan Stillwell's take. Ryan Stillwell, you're going to be heading out to Bristol and part of that fun and excitement am i correct there yes sir so that should be awesome to watch there so you you were kind of uh putting in the uh the chat there we got rico gonna kind of go back here he's teaming up with uh, uh rowdy there so obviously you you've got the equipment now you've got the power you you've got the driver behind the seat that has done it before what do you think of rico I think Rico's going to bounce back. You know, he had a rough 2020. Uh, he hadn't been looking like himself as of late, but I really think he's got the sponsorship. He's got the car. He's got everything behind him. And uh, I look for him to bounce back and at least be a top five car. Absolutely. And like I said, I mean, just it, it goes to show, I mean, you've been here before, you've done this. And I think that goes into play. Like I said, this is uh, arguably one of the biggest uh weeks in motorsports obviously uh probably the biggest in dirt am i correct oh yeah i'm i'm uh i live in kansas and i chili bowl comes around every year and i've been down to tulsa multiple times never been to the chili bowl because how expensive it is but watch it every year see the guys every year and uh i mean it's it's huge the amount of people that show up there and everything unfortunately you know it's it's going to be limited amount of seating and everything uh unfortunately because of corona and covid but it'll still be a huge event no doubt absolutely there so i i think that goes into uh you have to you can't count i should say any of these former winners out because rico he, he's he knows what it takes to get through this week it, it kind of when you're talking about football super bowl preparation 
uh, you got to look if has that team been there before because this is a big day and a lot of uh, um, uh, emotions, maybe a lot of nerves go into this. So Rico kind of knows how to how to handle those. We'll go down the line here. The next on the list is Ryan Bernal coming out of Hollister, California. He's a uh, three-time Chili Bowl main event starter. And how much goes into that? Because, I mean, we talk, there's loads of heat here, Ryan. So you you see, you know, you make a main event. That's something to cheer about. It's it's huge to make a main. I mean, and there's guys that have made mains off of luck, but Ryan's one of those guys that he's always showed speed, and he's he's never had to really rely on the luck card. He's always had speed. He's always ran good, uh, and always kept it clean typically. And that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do if you're going to make a main event. Absolutely, yeah, because. Uh, especially if it, depending on how far back you start. Cause I mean, I, I think last year I was looking, there was an M main. So y- you got to go through some stuff if you want to get up there. Exactly. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of racing that happens and it's very easy for one thing, one mistake to cost you and make you have to run through an E D C B main. Right. Jason says he, he loves seeing that that drive through alphabet suit. I think it goes to that that kind of that's more of that backwards style racing. I think that just really if you can make it through that alphabet suit, man, right on to you because that's some that's some tough fighting. Yeah, definitely. Everybody loves to see somebody make it through the alphabet suit. That's that's the ultimate story of the weekend. That's what everybody looks for. That's right. why everybody that's why we all watch them. So Richard Cummings, he's saying uh uh, Rico is one of those few drivers that once those doors open, he's there. He's like that Kobe Bryant, if you will, that he's the first one in, last one out. So that really could come to speak into numbers here. Uh, going back to Rico, we look down the line here. We go to Pennsylvania here. We got a uh, a big owner in uh, Andy uh, Bondio and Alex Bright, the driver. What do you think? Uh, do you know much about Alex Bright here? Um, I don't know a lot about Alex Bright, but uh, I know Andy Bondillo, and uh, he is a legendary owner. Um, I think he's actually setting this one out, though. Uh, so Alex is going to be coming down by himself. So he's got a you lot of work correct there. Yes. That. So how much of that kind of goes into into play there? So I, you you are correct, and when you say he is sitting this out, so uh, he he's been with he's got the knowledge of a top tier team, but not the backing this year. Exactly. And, and I mean, Andy being there too, you know, Andy's been there, done that. He's going to have a lot of uh, uh, info for how the tracks change and how they're doing it, how they're going to work the track and all that being there so many years. So not having that's going to definitely hurt him. Um, but Alex is a great driver too. I mean, none, none of these guys are slouches. These guys are all the best of the best. Oh, really. absolutely. They're, they're definitely in the top 30 and, there's there's not to say that he can't get it done. He's just going to be fighting a little bit of an uphill battle this year. Yep. And, and here we go straight out of Indianapolis, my hometown right here. Somebody already mentioned him. Sunshine, sunshine. Tyler Courtney. I know you, you, you've heard that name before. I've heard that name before. He's definitely going to be a force to, to be reckoned with. I know last year, um, I believe he was right up there in the mix. So, um, just, uh, every year he goes there, he's, he is ready to, to mix it up with these guys. Sunshine puts on a hell of a show. Let me <laughs> tell you, I don't, did, I don't know if you watched the shootout this year. Did you watch the shootout this year? I, I did see a good amount of the shootout here this year. Uh, Sunshine was up there and he was battling all day. And that's, that's going to be a huge part too. Cause I think, uh, with him having all the experience he did get, from the shootout, he's going to know the track a little better than some of those guys, and he's definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. So you say, you know, battle with them all day. You don't even see the leader here for the most part really take off uh, and, and get a, a clean uh, run out because it's such a small, condensed track. You are always in traffic. I, I'm sure that plays. I mean, I, I know what I, I can tell you from the sim, but as as far as real real world, I can't imagine – being out there constantly being in traffic like that, I, that would have to play so much of an effect. So really, it's kind of that one track that takes the advantage, if you will, 
out of the leader just because you're always in that traffic. Would you agree with me in that? I, w- I would definitely agree with you with that, and that's why I think Tyler's going to have a good chance because I watched him at the shootout run high. I watched him run low, watched, watched him run the middle. He made every line work. He made every move work. That's what you're going to have to do as a leader and a front guy in Chili Bowl. You're going to have to be running the top, middle, bottom to get by these lap cars and get by them quickly to not lose positions and maintain where you are or advance positions. And I think Tyler has probably the, a really good chance after having all that experience at the Tulsa shootout and being able to run all those different lines, I, he, he, he's definitely one to watch. Absolutely. Moving down the line here, just right next door, Zach Dom from Illinois here. He's a uh, midget champion of himself. Backed by that Toyota uh, team, it looks like here. Uh, yeah, so uh, should be pretty interesting to see Zach Dom. Do you know much on Zach Dom, sir? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, I know he is kind of a regular in the, in the main event stuff. I know he's got about eight, eight or 10 starts. I can't remember. Um, and, uh, he's, he's one of those guys, uh, he's had some luck in the mains. He's had some bad luck in the mains. So I think he's got to get, he's got to get lucky a little bit whenever, if he does make it, but I definitely think he's got the car and, uh, he's definitely got the skill to make it. So that's kind of what I like too, is that that's what the chili bowl you're going to bring. Like you said, so many different people into one area here. I mean, you've got your guys that you you usually drive the the NOS Energy Series. You got your, your guys that drive the the World of Outlaw Series. Right now, the Chili Bowl, you're throwing these guys all into a mix, and you're saying, "Hey, let's go at it." So I think that brings so much fun and uh, more. Probably that's more, uh, a good part of that excitement going into this weekend. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that's the biggest part of the assignment is to see all the different drivers that guys typically won't see together throughout the year. And uh, you know they said it the best at the shootout, and it's true about the Chili Bowl. Anywhere else in the country, this heat race, this D main, this C main, this this E main, this M main, that would be a feature at any other track in the country. Exactly and it, right. And it's back here, and they're not even running for the money yet. Right, absolutely. You look down the line next, Shane uh, Gulbick, and I know that's a name. I, I'm not familiar too much with him, but uh, a very consistent guy in the Chili Bowl in the uh, the the running here. You always you're looking at highlights. You always see that name come up. Really, it seems like for the past like ten years. Yeah, uh, he's. He's been there for quite a few years, and uh, he's always ran pretty consistent. Um, he's never been one of the top performing cars, but he's always somehow managed to put that thing in the show. And that speaks volumes with how tough this thing is. And, I mean, he definitely has the experience to do it, and hopefully he keeps his streak alive because if I'm not wrong, he has the longest active streak of consecutive main events. So then we look down the line, David Gravel, and that's a obviously a, a big name here. We we've seen uh, throughout racing, kind of many tiers throughout racing, uh, and he, I think let's see here, he is going for his seventh attempt here for one of those golden diggers. So I mean, what do you think, drillers? What do you think there? Man, I don't know. He's uh, he's got his work cut out for. He's He's definitely a rising superstar in the world out. He's definitely one of the best drivers in the nation. But, uh, you know, he's made seven attempts at the Chili Bowl. And every time he's made the preliminary feature, but he's never, he's only ever made the main event start once. So, so he's, he's like the Indianapolis Colts, if you will. He needs I, to get I, it done. I keep going back to football, but I, I'm from Indianapolis. Fantastic regular season team. You get them in the playoffs. They can't make the Super Bowl. They can't get it done. So kind of like, uh, kind of like that. How it goes through. Uh, I, I like that. I think it's uh, uh, pretty interesting there. Um, let's look down the line here. Um, we we can't go without talking about this man right here. I, I think you know the name I'm going to pull out right now. Uh, it, it's it, it'd be crazy. Not to talk about your your past champion, your your defending champion, Kyle Larson, coming off of the year that he's had here, or the year he had last year. But here's my question to you, Stillwell, because it's too easy to say Q 
can he will he do good? What do you think the pressure is on Kyle Larson as now he's got this Hendrick ride? He is confirmed in NASCAR. This is kind of maybe his last big hurrah for a while in dirt. Does he have so much pressure on him right now? It, it makes it hard for him to repeat. Or is he dialed in right now? Is, is he is he good to go? Is he on his game? Will this maybe start that that snowball effect into NASCAR? You know, uh, I think he's gonna do pretty well. I don't. He had that curse for the longest time, but thirteen attempts and he couldn't get it done. And he finally got it done last year. Finally got that W. Finally got that monkey off of his back. And he's coming off of a huge season with a ton of momentum. And there's nothing more important going into a big event than momentum. And I think he still has it. He's definitely got a top tier ride, obviously, with uh with his ride. And he knows the track. He knows the setup. He's definitely going to be a car to watch, and I think we'll probably see him up front battling at some point in the main feature. Absolutely. You say he knows the track, everything like that. How much, uh, this being an indoor facility, it's not a a permanent track, so how much does this track, uh, to your knowledge, vary? I mean, obviously, you're going to have some differences from year to year, whether it be the way they prep it, whether it be the way they lay it, something like that. Or do they have this down to a pretty good science where this thing feels pretty much the same each and every year? They they have it down to pretty much a science, but they do subtle little changes. And these subtle little changes can sometimes throw guys for loops. Uh, whether it be a slight little degree change uh, on the top side and everything, but the prep and everything pretty much stays the same. You're going to see the track start to take rubber. You're going to watch them lay down uh, water and try to keep some moisture in it so that way it doesn't fully take on rubber and uh, give us a good racing service, and I think they will, just like they always do. And uh, But definitely as far as size and, and, and the shape of the track, it's always the same. Right. Uh, and Kyle, Kyle, I don't – I've seen Kyle wheel that a sprint car on any any track and never even been there. Watched him on my hometown track. Shows up, no experience, goes out there, struggles. By the time the feature runs around, he's got it on lock and he's gone. Yep, absolutely. I, and that's where I agree with you there, just seeing how many different tracks and how many different styles of tracks, how many different uh, – um, what's the the right word? Compounds, I guess he he driven on. Whether it be that clay, whether it be more of a mud, whether it be that loose dirt, you know he he seems to get it done on anything he's driving on. So that's where I could see that 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 experience right there. And like you said, the momentum of what he's got going can can really push him forward. I think obviously you have to put him in the talks here in a uh, uh, that for for top dog here this this coming week. So we'll go off the top 30 here for a moment. So, well, we got a question, if you don't mind me me holding you. Um, and what do you think about, like, Santino Ferrucci? What do you think about these guys that they know how to drive these top-tier cars? But for Santino, last year was his first time really on dirt. He's not even a, an oval guy, really. That's what he's making his move to Xfinity here this uh, this coming year. And really going to dip his toes, jump in the deep end, I should say, when it comes to oval racing. But when it's dirt, it's a different, it's a different aspect. But I think, especially, I'm not going to say indie car and dirt relate so much because you're not slinging that car. But the smoothness on the wheel, you have to be very smooth. And it might look like they're all over the place on that wheel, but they're they're doing it smoothly. Am I correct there? You're you're definitely correct there. Um, I think the biggest problem he's gonna face is uh, this track. The way that the track is, it it's gonna be rut up and rough up on the top side. It always is. That cushion's always a little crazy, and uh, how he goes up there and handles that, and how he handles the car being thrown around a little and jumping around, that's that's gonna be the the biggest thing for him because he's gonna be used to a very stable car that's right. down on the ground sucked down not that uh indy cars aren't naturally inherently loose but it's oh, gonna be it's exactly gonna be a challenge to, to learn how to work with that and do the right things with the wheel as the wheels are actually off the ground and he has no front down force yep yeah because front down force as you know on an indy car pretty high right there so uh exactly. absolutely you're a, a good good point right there 
Um, a name that has been mentioned here. We go back to that top 30 list. CJ Leary out of Greenfield, Indiana here. I think, uh, again, a name that uh, we, we look at the momentum he's carrying into this year. I think a, uh, a very solid uh, uh, choice here in CJ Leary. Yeah, I mean, he's driving that uh, Alex Bowman car mm -hmm. entry, and so you know he's going to have the equipment. He's going to have the guys with some experience of, of the track and everything, so there's no doubt the car's going to probably be right. Um, and he's a former USAG National Sprint Car Champion, so we know he knows how to handle a car with no downforce, jumping around, running that cushion. So without a doubt, I think Larry's got a good shot at making it. Um I don't know if he's – has he ever ran it before? I, I'm not sure, though. Um, but I definitely think he's a good enough driver that he can put it in there, especially with that equipment. Yeah, it's, it's said to be chasing his fifth main uh, event. Oh, no, I guess that's fifth main event appearance over the last six years. So he, he's been in it. He's, he's uh, uh, from the, the way this makes it sound, he, he's had a, a pretty good run at it there. So uh, I do – watching him sprint midget week again – uh, and, and just seeing how that's what I, I, I really like about those, those weeks that they have, uh, you change tracks, you go to five different tracks in five nights and, and you really see who can drive at that point. Yes, definitely. Uh, and I think personally, I'm going to, I'm going to pick two kind of dark horses out of this list. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of those dark horses is going to be the hometown hero. I don't know if you've ever uh, heard of Jason McDougal or not, but he's from Broken Bow Air, Oklahoma. He made the main last year. Um, he had a bit of rough luck in the A main at the Tulsa shootout this year, unfortunately, but he's back with the team that he made the A main last year with. And I look forward to him taking some of that energy out there from the local fans and uh, putting it in the feature. Very nice there. So that should be interesting. Do, are you going to hold the, the second one here? What you got? Oh, man, the second one, I got to go with the kid. I watched this kid come to my track with the American Sprint Car Series and uh, and Tony Stewart and, and Kyle were running, and this kid was right there with him, hun, hun, hunting. He was actually in front of Kyle for a little while in the lead, and uh, that's Zeb Wise. This kid, this kid is going to be something big, in my opinion, and I really think he's got a shot at maybe even making it to – uh, NASCAR or something one of these days, but he's definitely one of the best drivers out there. And uh, he does not have a Chili Bowl main appearance, though. He does not. You got to get your never first made the main point. appearance. But I think this kid's going to make it this year. This kid's got been hot last year. I think he's got the ride to do it. We'll see if he can take it to the main. Absolutely. They're looking forward to, to seeing the dark horses there. We always like watching those dark horses. Like I said, you always there's you got to make your first at some point so there's there's always that time so look forward to that we look down the list here uh a couple more names here we'll go over geo celsi and logan cv both of those guys were were big names here uh i keep going back to that indiana sprint sprint week indiana midget week uh throughout the whole summer both of those guys really they battled each other they've been on the track with each other side by side i look for both of these guys not only to make a uh, a possible run against each other at the end, but to give us a an entertaining week nonetheless uh, here on their part. Definitely. I mean, Gio's a former rookie, uh, Chili Bowl rookie, and uh, he has yet to make a main appearance, though, just like Zeb, but he's definitely one of those guys that has can. Uh, last year, I think he felt like two positions short in the B main, if I remember right, and uh, just missed it. So there's no doubt he's going to be hungry to come back this year and make it. Absolutely. And I would think with Logan Seavey, both those guys coming from California, um, but it's uh, just absolutely they, they probably raced because those guys are the same age for the most part. Correct. They're right there in the same range. Yeah, they're they're right there in the same age range and everything. And, uh, you know, kind of a little bit opposite, though, because where Geo didn't make it, Logan did make it to the main mm -hmm. last year. And I think he finished what it says, fourth. Fourth place. Okay, I was out. thinking it was fifth. I was thinking it was fifth, but I, it was fourth. So, and uh, so there's no doubt that he's got a little bit uh, more momentum maybe coming into this year, And but he definitely wants to cap off a, a good finish again. Absolutely. And uh, they're both going to be fighting pretty hard for it, no doubt. <laughs> the next three names on this list, absolutely huge names. I mean, I think everybody 
that watches racing, you've heard these, at least these next two, we'll say, in Brad Sweet, the uh, reigning champ right now. When it comes Brad to Sweet. Brad Sweet's the reigning champ right now. He's he's another one of those guys. Twenty twenty's been very hot for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of he was kind of on that streak, kind of like Larson. Uh, not nearly as as big, but definitely a really hot foot. And there's no doubt that he's coming in with uh, top notch equipment, and he's got a very good chance, very good, of showing uh, these guys how it's done. So uh, now we're gonna go to a guy. Don't take me the wrong way here, everybody, but. AARP won't accept his application because he's still swinging it out on the dirt track. And that's Sammy Swindell. Not only can this guy throw it out there at 65 years of age, the man is a top dog doing it, Ryan. Hey, don't you be questioning old slamming Sammy (laughs) Swindell, all right? He started his career out around my hometown, and I've seen Sammy race a lot, and uh, he's definitely one of my heroes. And uh, the, he still got it. 25th main event last year, still made it, still was running up front, running with all those young kids, showing what an old time he got. With those. I remember watching it with you. He's banging tires with you. Oh, guys. yeah. No. Banging no tires doesn't care. He's going to show them how it's done the old school way, not the new school way, the old <laughs> school way. And it still works, let me tell you. He's got a lot of speed. He's going to have a great ride. And I. I personally want Sammy to win because, by golly, he's my hero, and I want to see him win. I want to know what it is because, I mean, we see the greats. Uh, uh, I mean, not to talk dirt necessarily, but let's talk Jeff Gordon. Let's talk uh, Let's talk Bloomquist, for example. Not as, as hot coming into his, his older uh, ages as he was back in his, his prime, his younger years. Usually, uh, Sammy Swindell is like a fine wine He's getting better, not not necessarily better, but he's not getting worse with age. It's it's kind of a that one off scenario here with Sammy. I was gonna he was around before we were even born, I believe, Ryan. Oh, oh yes, one hundred percent around <laughs> before we were born. He raced with my grandfathers. Exactly. That's how old he is, and they are both unfortunately no longer with me. Exactly. Uh, but, <laughs> It is uh it is no doubt that he ages like a fine wine. Uh he does it, he may not be getting better with age, but he still tastes just as great as he did the day that he came out. And, and, and uh he is no doubt I, I don't know it I think it's his style personally. I think it's his driving style that has continued to be on, you know, Bloomquest has a style, but I don't think it's transitioned very well with uh today's racing. And uh, same same kind of with Gordon. Gordon had a kind of a style, but but Sammy style that wild child style of just going out there banging doors, banging it off the off the top. It's it's never went out of style, and it still works great today. So that's what I was gonna. Are guys like afraid? Is he the the dirt intimidator, if you will? Are guys afraid to get next to this guy on the track, thinking, man, he he's gonna give me a right hook, and I'm gonna feel this thing. He's not gonna send me to Mars. But he, he's going to punch me in the ring, and I'm going to feel it. There's there's no doubt that whenever guys are running with Sammy, that they know that if uh, they're if they if they're in his way or they mess up, he's not afraid to feed him. And um, <laughs> he's he's going to make ev- the the use of every opportunity because he knows all important how hard it is to get to the main and how important it is to capitalize on every situation where some of these guys don't. And uh, he knows how to do it and not hurt the car too. Because, I mean, you're talking 50-plus years of racing probably. Yep, absolutely there. So just uh, <laughs> I, I think, like I said, uh, you, you put what a show it would be to see maybe Swindell, Larson, and a couple of these other guys just coming down to the final laps. Because, you know, at that point, that that's new school versus old school, like you were saying. You're going to get Larson. He, he's going to – Larson knows how to go door-to-door with you, I, I bet. But he, he might get a little, as, as Scott would say, a little ruffled feathers, you know? Definitely, definitely. And uh I, I think it would be awesome to see that. Maybe maybe see Larson the new foot, maybe see Zeb Wise, the young kid, and the old man trying to teach them both how to do it. Absolutely there. So that's another one we talk about on this list here. Zeb Wise, Tanner Thorson, and Chris Windham, kind of the the younger uh group of these guys here. So uh you, you go from Sammy Swindell 
down to the 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 younger, like I said, uh, looking guys here. So uh, looking forward definitely to seeing Wyndham because I, I I think we talk about um, somebody who has got the momentum going right now. Who besides Larson has the momentum of Chris Wyndham? I mean, Chris Wyndham has great momentum uh, finishing off that Triple Crown Championship last year in the midget title. And uh, he definitely he definitely enters with his best shot. Uh, he's going to be in that CB Energy's non-strength Spike Toyota number 89. And it's going to be his, he's going for his career eighth main event appearance. And I'd have no doubt that he's going to make it more than likely uh, unless something bad happens to him. So he's definitely going to be one of those guys to watch. I'll say who's almost as hot, though, as Larson, too, would be Tanner Thorson. Okay. He ended 2020 with a lot of top 10 finishes, and I want to say his average finish was around fourth. So he had a really good 2022. He's another one of those drivers that had a great 2020, and he's coming in with a little bit ahead of steam, and, and I could definitely see him shake things up. And Thorson was one of those guys that went door-to-door -door with Larson throughout a good amount of the summer here. So I think that really kind of gives him uh, maybe not the upper hand, but when you're trying to take down the king, because right now, I hate to say it, uh, you know, love him, hate him. However, Larson's on top right now. Uh, after that, that 2020 summer he had, he's on fire. So everybody, I, I would say he has kind of got the target on his back. And maybe even more so after moving back to NASCAR, these dirt guys probably don't want Larson to take the win here again, knowing that he is going back to NASCAR and as much as I hate to say this, he's probably going to take some fans back there with him and, and maybe leave dirt back behind. Uh, not, not, he won't step out necessarily, but it's going to be, it's, it's going to be his mistress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Larson right now with the way that his 2020 went, he's without a question, you know, that bonfire that you're out there with your buddies, you're having a great time. Somebody decides to accidentally drop in a can of, of gasoline and all of a sudden it's out of control and you've got no control. That's Larson's 2020 fire. These other guys, they're just burning like a normal campfire, but they definitely still have some fire. And I think, uh, I think hopefully we'll see a great challenge against them Absolutely. with him. Absolutely there. So we, we got a couple uh, uh dark horse here coming out of Greenwood chase Jones. Um, uh, here's another name that's not on this top 30 list. I don't think deserves to be, I'm glad they left it out just because of his high caliper, uh, everything like that a caliber, but, uh, uh, Chase Elliott, a uh, guy that's going to run here in the Chili Bowl. Where do you think we see Chase kind of put this thing? Is, is he going to be the, the guy maybe in the F main that's, that fought a, uh, through a couple maybe made his way through a couple, but then ends up falling off? Or do you think he actually has a chance to to make the main and, and make these NASCAR boys proud? I think Chase has a great chance to make the main. I mean, he's going to have the equipment to do it. He's definitely going to have guys to lean on. Um, there's no doubt that him and Kyle have a, have, have a bit of a friendship, so no doubt he'll be able to go and talk to Kyle and, and try to figure it out. And he, the kid can drive. Chase is the real deal. Kid can drive. Uh, He's one of my favorite NASCAR drivers to watch. I definitely, I don't know if he'll make the main, but I, I do look for him to do well probably in the preliminary night. So if you're I, the I NASCAR definitely make champion, some success. if you're the, if you are Chase Elliott going into this, this weekend, realistically, what is your goal? Is it a B main? Is it a C main? The goal is the same that it is anytime you unload, Sean. Oh, that, I, mean, I said Tom, realistically. Obviously, every driver mm -hmm. in that field uh, wants to win that race. The guy that's constantly finishing thirty second knows realistically. Man, my goal today is going to be twenty fifth. Let's let's get a top twenty five today. <laughs> look, I I think his goal is going to be to make the main. I really do think that that would be his realistic goal. But there's no doubt his. His his main goal walking in the building is to win, and that's what you got to have. You got to have that that feeling of I'm going to win. Period. To come into that building, if you're even going to make the main, right? And, and I get what you're saying there, absolutely. So I guess the better way to put this is, where do you think is a realistic spot that Chase can walk away from the weekend with his head held high? Realistically, I think if Chase makes the main and finishes 
top 15, he'll probably walk away with his head how high knowing that he had a chance to do something um, and that he was able to come in with very little experience and get to that point with some of the best drivers in the country. So I, I, obviously you're a huge dirt guy. And, and I want to know everybody else's you you big dirt fans out there. I want to know your opinion on this because I'm a huge I'm I'm here in Indianapolis. I'm 20 minutes south of the IMS. So it it, it always each and every year we get this this one off this guy that's going to try to come here in May and, and get this this top award here in racing, get the uh, uh, the victory here at the Indianapolis 500. So what is your uh, I guess I should say, how how was I thinking of that? What are you, oh, your dirt guys? What's your opinion on these guys that are coming in? I mean, do you do you look at them the same as as we do at, at, in May? It's like ah, come on, it's fun to watch you, but at the end of the day, you you've got a a very small chance because this isn't it's not just turning left. It's not to to chase. He knows asphalt. I I understand Chase has driven dirt before. But how realistic is it to think that, like, when Fernando Alonso came to the 500, a lot of people didn't think he was going to win. You had his fans that said, oh, he's got a chance, he's got this. But your IndyCar guys, you're sitting there thinking, eh, I mean, it's a long shot. It's a 500. You could do it. But chances are, are very low. Definitely chances are low, and I'll, I'll tell you as a dirt guy, uh, if somebody was to walk in probably off the street, I, granted, I'm not as good as those guys. I'm a local I'm a local racer. I'm not the best of the best, but definitely these guys are walking and looking at them and going, they ain't taking me out of this main event. They aren't finishing ahead of me, period. They don't do this. This isn't their livelihood. This is my livelihood. Exactly. Go back to what you do. You go make your millions. I got to make my money here. Right. You know, this is what I do. This is what I love. This is what I run. So. All of them look at him that way more than likely, and uh, they all want to beat him. Period. And uh, so, no doubt, they're they're not going to make it easy on any of these guys like Chase or Justin Allgaier who are coming in from the Cup side. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're definitely going to race him hard, and it'll be some good racing. Yeah, I look forward to. It. I I think for for like I said again to to kind of start this all to for the year that we've been giving for this Chili Bowl to kind of have as much behind it as it does to have the competition level behind it as it does to to see that all these guys were able to make it through this dirt season in a bad bad uh year i think is really cool and i think it's kind of like a reward for making it through 2020 is this chili bowl is it's going to be some fun racing here oh definitely it's gonna be a blast to race it and uh, they're going to put on a show for us, and it'll be really interesting to see uh, how it goes and how the track comes out and uh, who ends up on top, who who comes out on top. Can I take a couple more minutes of your time here, Mr. Stillwell? Of course. So I, I didn't want to put all the emphasis at the Chili Bowl. Obviously, that's where we're at this week. But here in March, you're going to pack the trailer up, we said at the beginning of the year, and you are traveling to Bristol, Tennessee, you're going to go racing on the dirt in Bristol. What made you hop in and, and say, let's do this? Is, is it that kind of the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? Is it you're, you're crazy? What, what what went through your brain? Uh, you know, last year we took the, uh, we took the year uh, and did a lot of fine-tuning on the car, figuring it out, trying to get ready for a good 2021. And I was planning on making a couple big races here locally in Kansas that are a couple $5,000 to win races. And uh, Bristol came up and there was whispers of us being allowed to run it. And last time Bristol was here, you know, it was just world outlaw sprint car, late models. I'm a stock car driver. I'm a, I'm an IMCA stock car driver. And for uh, us to be allowed to be there, that's a once in a lifetime deal uh, without a doubt. And the speeds are going to be really high. And it, it, the, the quality of driver is going to be huge. The amount of quality of drivers that you see at the Chili Bowl, you're going to see there. And that's that's crazy. And without a doubt, I, I said, you know what? I'm scrapping all my plans for this year. <laughs> I'm going to take the money I was going to take for those events and be able to travel and run with some of the best guys in the country. And I'm going to go to freaking Bristol because why not? Because it's Bristol, baby. <laughs> well, you're going with some of the best guys in the country because obviously they're going to be out there. But So how many guys are in your class there? Do you know? I th- I think the total car count for almost every class that they're shooting for, 
Uh, because obviously we had more than this register, but the max they're going to end up having is 180 cars total for every division, except for the super uh, late models. They're going to be open to however many show up. So that's going to be an absolute blast. What's your your most? Uh, what's the the thing you're most looking forward to about getting down to Bristol? And obviously, I mean, everybody wants to take that lap around Bristol, but on the the maybe the back end, what's kind of the the fun that's going to be had in in the pits? Because I'm sure it's a different atmosphere when you're at a track like that. Yeah, I mean, I've I've never been to a track like uh, Bristol before. I've always wanted to go to Bristol. I mean, it's it's one of the meccas uh, of of racing, especially short track racing, which is what I love and. Uh, Man, it's it's going to be wild. I, I was looking at pictures from the World Outlaws and everything, but to think that there's going to be 1,200 freaking plus haulers of cars there, you know, uh, it's going to be packed. The Brits, pits are going to be crazy. They're, they're, it's just going to be absolutely crazy. And uh, I can't wait. I've, I have goosebumps still on my arm just talking about it right now. And I've I've been ready since the day I locked in my entry within an hour of it opening, and it was sold out in four hours. <laughs> right. So how how many or how much preparation goes into because correct me if I'm wrong, you have very little banking on your local track, correct? Uh my local track's banking's not super horrid. Um it's about thirteen to fourteen degrees, I think. So uh, you're looking Bristol, double. Bristol is gonna be eighteen. Bristol's gonna be eighteen. Oh, okay, so okay. So they are kind of taking it's not gonna be the they, thirty some. So whenever they originally did Bristol on dirt the in 2000 2001 when they had all the problems of the the late model wheels breaking and hubs coming off and all that stuff with the late models cuz all of it was aluminum uh they decided to take the banking from then which was 23 degrees and they're they're taming it back to 18 because they feel like that's going to keep the track in a, with the cars being faster nowadays that's going to take the track in a safety uh way and keep the speeds to where they want them Okay. Um, and, and, and to keep, keep cars together. That's the biggest thing. Cause like I said, I don't, a lot of guys won't remember this 2000, 2001, whenever I was watching it, uh, there was a lot of guys that would go into the corner and there was so much pressure on that right rear. It would literally break the center hub of that late model wheel off. And that wheel would just fly off and they'd go for a ride. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff there, but I will say, Belleville, we we have the world's fastest half mile in Kansas. A lot of people forget that. We have the world's fastest half mile track in Kansas. It's a dirt track. It's called Belleville. And its banking is 23 degrees, and the sprint cars are running at 140 miles an hour out of the corner. Screaming. Uh, Screaming. (laughs) Screaming. And uh, there's actually a lot of divisions that aren't allowed to run on that half mile because of the speeds. Uh, And we were one of them. So... To be able to go there, I mean, I'm I'm looking, I'm taking about six gears with me, a whole spare car. I went out and bought a, a new car, a newer car, because uh, we, we were running a, seven, uh, a 17, went out and bought an 18 uh, stock car to take with us as a spare. I've got two motors, two trannies. Literally, we're, we're packing up an entire shop and taking it with us, because if we're going there for a whole week of racing, we're going to have anything and everything we need. Uh, no matter what happens, if we go and roll the car, we're we're pulling out a backup. <laughs> Absolutely, and then you're gonna work on the next one. So if you flip the other one again, you, you're good to go. No, it, exactly. it looks like it's gonna be an absolute blast out there. I'm so glad you were able to get in there and, and make that happen. Because, like I said again, on a uh, a year that a lot of people had some maybe hardship stuff like that, uh, Bristol came upon the next year, so it was probably hard for a lot of these guys to to come up with these funds stuff like that. So. To see the car count being so high, I, I think is a uh, great testimony not only to dirt racing but racing in general. Oh, oh yeah, definitely, and and that's one of the nicest things is that uh, the division that is going out there, IMCA, those guys they always travel well. Um, they have a lot of big events throughout the year here in mid in in the Midwest, and uh, with two three hundred car counts uh, for super nationals and everything. But uh, it's it's definitely taking a toll on me already because as soon as I get off here, I'm going to the shop and and working on cars. <laughs> right. And uh, I'm the only I'm the only sponsor at the moment, so <laughs> it's getting it's definitely walking into the pocketbook pretty heavy. But you know what? It's a once in a lifetime deal, and we're gonna go have fun and we're gonna do it. Absolutely. There. Well, congrats again to you. Thank you so much for joining in with me today, talking a little chili bowl, talking a little Bristol. 
It was an absolute fun, uh, fun a little hour there. Thank you so much. Do you know the speeds that the super lates are projected to hit there at Bristol? I I do not. I'm guessing that this even the stock cars we're going to be around a hundred or so down the straightaways. I'm I'm going to guess that you're going to see the supers and the sprint sprints whenever they come later. Uh, you're probably going to see about 140 plus mile an hour. I I wouldn't doubt it at all. Uh, whenever the track's fast, screaming. Though they're going to be screaming. There's no doubt about that, and I can't wait to hear that echo in that great coliseum. Absolutely, the Thunderdome. So thank you so much, sir, for coming on, having a good time with me today, and I appreciate it so much, Ryan. Hey, I appreciate you letting me come on. Absolutely. You got to send me some pics at the garage. We'll keep everybody updated on Ryan Stillwell's journey to Bristol. Will do, sir. You the man, Ryan. No, you are. Bye. <laughs> See you, sir. What a show there with Mr. Stillwell having a little fun with me here today. Really appreciate that, Ryan. Thanks for coming out having a good one. To each and every one of you, thank you for joining me today, CWTV. Checkers and Wreckers, www.bwsports1.com for all of the fun and excitement that we got going on. Myself here at Checkers and Wreckers, the boys over at Black and White Sports, super kicking it with Steven. We got Monica P. Quantum Inspirations. It's it's so much fun here. Check out www.bwsports1.com for all of the fun and entertainment we got going on. Use, w, or use BW Sports 1 as a promo code there. On my bookie, they'll they'll match your bet. What a, what a fun way to to do that! We got Combat Zone coming this week. The state of basketball, so much stuff, so much stuff. You, you, it's so much stuff. You gotta hop right now, right after this. Just check it out. Just check it out. www.bwsports1.com. If you haven't yet, like, subscribe to our YouTube. We're trying to make a push to that. We're trying to make the network as big as possible to make it as entertaining as possible for you guys and we need your help so hit that like subscribe over there i know i sound like every other youtuber but guys it does help just by hitting that simple one little button for us so you guys are incredible there thank you again for hanging out with me on beautiful sunday morning on a lazy sunday morning you guys are the best we'll talk to you later Let's see what we got going on here real quick. We'll have Scott Schroeder run you off here. Scott Schroeder, log him off here. What do we say? What are we saying? What are we saying? He says, say, just say, give me a, give me a goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Good YouTube nation. I enjoyed, I enjoyed listening to Mr. Stowell. Thank you so much there. Thank you, guys. Thank you, YouTube Nation. Thank you, Facebook Nation. Thank you, BWSports1.com Nation. You're all the best, Scott. Thank you so much, sir. ECRS, we'll see you Tuesday, Thursday. Mods are back this week. Thank you all again. Peace. Peace.